Hi there, OMG, it's been a long minute. Oh my goodness, it feels like forever, like, what? I can miss you so much. Yes, I have been so swamped. In fact, it's been literally overwhelming. And um, and I told myself, you know what, girl, you gotta like take out time for yourself. And of course, talk to your listeners. And for Pete six. Everyone has been on my case asking, when is the next podcast? Like, what's happening? It's supposed to be a weekly thing. And more so, you promised us, like, some random, you know, recordings, sometimes twice or thrice in a week. What's happening? And I told them, OMG, I'm so sorry. You know, circumstances beyond my control, you know, work and all that. And um, I told myself, you know what? I got to do this today because I was having a conversation with, um, you know, a group of friends Like I said, most of my conversations with friends, neighbors, family members, and all that informs my podcasts a lot of times, you know. And um, we have a girl, a um, a friend of ours, who is like in this very, very weird and toxic relationship. And somehow she kind of feels trapped in it, or better still, or better put, she feels she's not in a toxic relationship. But we've seen so many things, even though um, her boyfriend has kind of like, you know, he's trying to like cut her, just cut us off from her life, you know. And uh, But we've seen a lot, like the few times we've, uh, we've hung with her, we, we've hung with her, you know, for a few times we've had dinding with her. The other time we had her birthday party and we saw a lot unfold and it, was, it wasn't a cute sight at all. And we were looking for ways to help her. But the, the painful part right now is she doesn't even know she's in a bad, in a toxic relationship. And it looks like we're just yammering. You know, a lot of times we will try to like subtly tell her that, hey, this is what's happening and all that. So we had this long conversation and my friends were like, you know what, let's talk about this. Asides that, people have, you know, walked up to me, not like they think I'm like a relationship expert <laughs> for anything I'm not. But, you know, they just ask questions because they know I'm very expressive and um, I'm widely read. I read a lot. You know, um, I try to be versed here and there. And they ask questions like, okay, I've been noticing this. I've been noticing that. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is, it is what it is. Especially talking from experience because I've been in a toxic relationship in the past. So there are a lot of signs that um, I saw then. And, you know, they're very, very familiar with what, you know, people come to me with. I'm like, you know what, girl, just skedaddle, take a walk, run, like run already. <laughs> hi, hi, hi. I am Lady Baba and welcome to my podcast, Lifestyle with Lady Baba. I'm going to go on a very short break. And when I come back, we'll go right into today's topic. And um, the topic will be announced, even though you already have an idea after the short break. Do not go nowhere. Welcome back. And before I went on the break, I was talking about a friend of mine who is in this very weird and toxic relationship and doesn't know she is in it yet. Her friends, like us, her friends, we've tried to talk her out of it. 
We'll try to do it in the most subtle way, but I mean, she feels like she's always making excuses for this guy. And of, because I've hung out with them a couple of times and everything I see just like hits home, like so close to home and seems very familiar because I was in a toxic relationship for a couple of years. And all of the signs I saw then are this exact same signs I'm seeing with this kind of, with, with, with her, uh, her boyfriend. Sadly, he's trying to like, alienates her from all of her friends he wants to like cut us off so that um we don't have access to her he wants her to be solely dependent on him so that when she's in deep problems she would not have anyone to run to other than him and um, this seems so familiar because yes like i said i was also in a toxic relationship we've tried our best possible to talk her out of it we've tried you know one of my friends was like oh let's apply you know tough love We've done it in the most loving way. It's not working. Tough love is not working. And it, it seems like we're always nagging her, you know, and our outings, our hangouts have become more, become more awkward because there's always that elephant in the room and there's always that tension, you know, and I don't know. I feel so bad for her because I, I don't want to, I don't want her to look back, you know, and say, wow, why didn't I take a walk? Like, you don't have regrets. Now her story, it's what inspired this topic. And um, like I said, I am no relationship expert, but a lot of things uh, I like to talk about are things I've had experience in. Like I said that for my first uh, podcast, uh, because I have a better knowledge, you know, of the happenings and I can literally relate to whatever anyone is going through at that point, you know, in that situation and all that. So today's topic mm, is signs that you are in a toxic relationship. Um, a lot of people are in very, very, very bad relationships and it is their new normal, like it is their new normal and you would not totally blame them because it's something that has been um, embedded in their mind, their soul, their body. And if you try to make them see the light, the feel you are the bad guy, you're the enemy. And this podcast is just to, you know, help anyone that feels stuck in whatever relationship they are in. But um, maybe they can't, they feel they cannot break free while some are in it and they're so comfortable in it. But um, most times when they see normal relationships, it seems weird to them because they have this whole mindset of how a toxic relationship is and I feel that is a normal or that is how a normal relationship is. Now we're going to go right into this. When you are in a healthy relationship, everything just kind of works. Now, I'm not saying every life is so perfect or there are no, there's, they're like, there's this whole perfect relationship. There are no perfect relationships. Of course, we know that. Because, you know, there will always be bumps in the road. But somehow, you, you all will be able to resolve whatever issues, whatever conflict. Without having to, you know, burn the house down. And without someone refusing to compromise, you know. And without someone being self-centered and all that. Um... You understand? Then uh, um, with, with the bumps you'll experience in your relationship, you know that you'll make decisions together. You discuss problems openly. Any problems that comes up, you discuss it openly. 
and then you genuinely enjoy each other's company. The key word here is genuinely, like it's real, it's not forced, it's natural. Now, toxic relationships are just bad, bad. They're just like an alternate universe. And um, please, um, if you are in one, oh God, if you are in one, I beg of you, if you once you listen to this podcast or you know anyone who is in a toxic relationship, share this link with this person and let the person listen and um, let the person try to see a specialist, you know, talk to the person and let the person try to open up. Above all, let the person run. The painful part is, like I said about my friend, once you are in a toxic relationship, there's a possibility that you would never see the red flags. That is normal. Like I said, it would be like that is your normal. And when you see um, a, a rather healthy relationship, it seems weird to you. And that is when, um, let me use the Nigerian slang. Ah, this one, she gets in Mumu button. Oh, this one, she, you know, that kind of thing. But, um, that is because they feel um, being in a healthy relationship, it's just abnormal. And that is very sad. If you consistently feel drained or unhappy after spending time with your partner, eh, that could be a sign that uh, things need to change. And um, this is um, the word of, oh, these are the words of a relationship therapist. Joel Carabello. Now, we want to talk about what a toxic relationship looks like. Mm. Let me see if that sounds very familiar to some people. Depending on the nature of the relationship, signs of toxicity can be subtle or highly obvious. Mm. You know, some of, some of these toxic partners that we have, and like I said, it goes both ways. It could be a man in a toxic relationship or a woman in a toxic relationship. Some partners are very subtle. They don't come at you. And I noticed that narcissists are very subtle. They take their time. And what they do is they constantly blackmail, blackmail you emotionally. They take you on this guilt trip and make you look like you're the bad cop. They come in so subtly that you would always feel like you feel guilty and then you start feeling bad for what you didn't even do. Then we have the rather aggressive ones who are like they're out there, they're very aggressive. You know, they and when they go aggressive, they give you that's because I love you. And you know, I'm passionate about you. And then you now feel, oh my god, that's true. If he doesn't love me, that means he wouldn't go all out. That's, that's just BS. I'm sorry. That's just sad. Lack of support. Uh, 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 uh. Let's talk about this now. Your time together has stopped being positive or supportive of your goals. Healthy relationships are based on a mutual desire to see the other succeed in all areas of life. When you're with a partner who seems like, like so negative, like every time you want to like share your goals or your successes and all that, they're so negative about you. They look sad. They look depressed and they try to discourage you. Honey, that is a sign. That is a, a that is a red flag. I don't know what other red flag you want to see again. I think uh, those kind of people, they would rather want to hear the bad news. They would rather want to hear you say, oh my God, I went for the interview and I wasn't chosen. Or, oh my God, I lost my job and all that. Oh my God, I'm broke, broke, broke. Oh my God, I'm this and that. But the moment you start sharing your success story, you start feeling bad about it. You know, and the next thing they start making you feel bad. And he, you know, like, why are you making it all about you? 
my ex that will say, why do you always make everything about you? And I'm like, I'm just sharing a story. We've all, we've both like supported and, um, jubilated over your success story. How come I have a success story right now and you have a problem with that? Honey, that is a sign. Run. Toxic communication. Instead of treating each other with kindness, most of your conversations are filled with sarcasm, criticism, or overt hostility. You may even start avoiding talking to each other. Very familiar. A situation where there's always sarcasm in your conversation now. Yes, there's a level you might get with your partner where you all are so cool with each other. You all like tease each other and all that. You all are sarcastic. The different types of sarcasm. There's some negative sarcasm that it's borderline negative and disrespectful and insultive. There's the sarcasm of, you know, just typical light blazer and all that. When you find yourself constantly on your toes trying to outdo your partner in a negative sarcasm, honey, that is a sign. Jealousy. While it's normal to experience jealousy from time to time. Mm. Carabello explains, that is this relationship expert, therapist, explains it can become an issue if you can't get yourself to think or feel positively about your success. You know, this is the same as what I said you know, earlier. A situation where your partner is not happy, you know, with whatever good story or good news about yourself that you present to him or her. That is just bad, bad. Um, I think it's normal where... You're in a relationship and uh, maybe things are not going so well for you and everything seems perfect for your partner. I don't want to use the word jealousy, but of course, we all want to feel, we don't want to feel like losers in a relationship. We don't want to feel like um, the weak link. We want to be a successful, you know, as our partners. So uh, we might feel that down here and there, but we're not, I'm, I'm, I'm not talking of that outright jealousy where... You just want your partner to fail now. That's a sign. That's a very bad sign. Controlling behaviors. Mm, This is very typical of narcissists. And we know that narcissists are just terrible people who like to engage their partners in toxic relationships. Questioning where you are all the time or becoming overly upset when you don't immediately answer texts are both signs of controlling behavior, which can contribute to toxicity in a relationship. In some cases, this attempt of control over you can be a sign of abuse. Mm. This is self-explanatory. A situation where they want to have total control over you. Like, they're sending you a message. And maybe you're working. You didn't send a message in time. Or the network, you know, was epileptic at that point. And you, did, you didn't drop at your end. And then they're going ballistic and all that. They want that prompt response. They want to know your every move. Want, yeah, it's okay for your partner to know where you are. Safety reasons, and that's a sign of love. But when that becomes like an obsessive, an obsessive, you know, behavior where they have to know where you are every milliseconds, that is just weird. And that's a sign of a toxic relationship. Resentment. Holding on to grudges and letting them fester chips away at intimacy. Over time, frustration or resentment can build up and make a smaller chasm much bigger. When um, you have resentment towards your partner and it's prolonged, every little thing he or she does, you start getting irritated. 
you know, if you're in that relationship, what are you there for? Why do you have to be miserable in that relationship? That you're supposed to be like a lifer, right? Do you want to live your entire life being miserable and sad and irritable and all that? I don't think we want that. Now, I'm going to go on another short break. And when I come back, um, we we're talking about more traits of a toxic relationship. More signs that you are in a toxic relationship. And I hope, um, you know, I hope someone listens to these and learns a thing or two. So do not go nowhere because I'll be right back. Are you looking for that meal to surprise your loved ones with without breaking the bank? Are you looking for that special meal that would get your taste buds excited? Look no further, as Vavalicious Kitchen has got you covered. Call 0703-242-4488. Vavalicious Kitchen. Food for your soul. Alright, welcome back. And before I went on that short break, mm, I was talking about signs that you are in a toxic relationship and you know i've given so many instances and um i'll try and round off on this um last phase of the podcast um constant stress mm. a normal amount of tension runs through every relationship but finding yourself constantly on edge is an indicator that something's off this ongoing stress can take a toll on your physical and emotional health. It's the exact same thing I said. You know, everything is kind of intertwined and connected. And um, once you're always on the edge, you have anxiety. You're like always tense and, you know, shaky and always on the edge. That's a problem. It's normal for, you know, relationships to have their hiccups here and there. But for it to be like a constant thing where you're panicky and your, your stress level is like, is hitting the roof. No, that's weird. That's just that's just a sign. Lost relationships. Um, this is a situation where you stop spending time with your friends and family, either to avoid conflict with your partner or to get around having to explain what's happening in your relationship. Alternatively, you might find your free time is wrapped up in dealing with your partner. Like I said about my friend, he's trying to like alienate her from all her friends and family. You know, a situation where he wants her to be solely dependent on him when she's in deep problems so that she doesn't have to talk to people. Now, this will make him be in total control of her. That's just a very weird, you know, weird sign. And a situation where you're kind of like embarrassed and you're too embarrassed to like, you know, go to family events and gatherings because they might ask questions and you don't want them to know what you're going through because your partner made it seem like once you tell them, you are the problem. That's a toxic relationship. We should be able to talk about. I'm not saying we should put our business out there or like, you know, talk to people necessarily. But sometimes we just need that one friend. Could be our mother, could be our sister, could be our bestie. You know, we just want to talk, vent and, you know, let it all out. So that's it. Lack of self-care. In a toxic relationship, you might let go of your usual self-care habits. You might withdraw from hobbies you once lived, neglect your health, and sacrifice your free time. 
isn't that obvious? Like, this is a no-brainer at this point because when you spend so much time trying to please your partner, you know, trying to make things right, when you spend so much time worrying, being sad, being depressed, being on the edge, you would barely have time for yourself. And that's with time, you now become the shadow of your normal self. That is a sign. Run, honey, run. Walking on eggshells. Hmm. Woo, this is wild. You worry that by bringing up problems, you will provoke extreme tension. So you become conflict avoidant and keep an issue or keep any issues to yourself. Oh, this is just, this is just typical, you know, and talking from experience, you know, from the toxic relationship I was in the past, a lot of things I could not discuss, things that I could easily discuss. I'm a very expressive person. Um, but um, because of all the years of, you know, emotional trauma and torture and blackmail and all that, I started working in action because I felt, oh, if I bring this topic up, oh, my God, world where one million might happen and all that, you know, and then that leads to depression. Oh, you know, maybe one of those days I was sharing details when I am ready. I don't know how I coped in that situation, but bottom line is I am happy that it's over and done with. So, those are signs. There's so many other signs, but because of time, I'm going to just share this few. And there is no way I would talk about the signs without at least trying to encourage someone. Although I've been tried, I did it from you know the beginning of the show, but uh, I'm going to say this again. Please, when you see all of the signs and you're sure these are the signs, Please run, baby, run. Your mental health is very important. Um, life is so beautiful for you to want to like get trapped in a relationship that will make you miserable for the rest of your life. Like, do you want to look back at your life and say, oh, no way, I wish I'd done this, I wish I'd done that. And please try and talk to an expert. Try and talk to an expert. And be very, very honest, you know, when you're having this one-on-one conversation so that they'll be able to help you. Do not protect your partner. Do not protect your partner. That is why I would love for you to share, you know, this podcast to as many people as you can. And um, if you know you have a friend, a sister, or a neighbor, or, you know, a colleague, that is going through this, please try and be there for that person and um, advise the person to seek professional help. You know, to talk to an expert, to, you know, let it all out. And um, once you know um, all of the signs are very, very visible in your relationship, please take a walk. For real, take a walk. I know it might be hard for some people because, you know, the field of invested your time, your emotions and all that, but it's better to take a walk and be alive then stay and not survive it. Um, in subsequent topics, we'll talk about um, uh, domestic violence and um, the effect it's had on, you know, a lot of people. And I'm still working on bringing some relationship experts on my podcast. I never go back on my promise. Like, I, I love to keep to my promises, but that is why I'm working to for nail to bring, you know, these people on the show. So, um, it is, um, at this point I'm going to say my goodbyes and I am so, so happy that, um, you'll, (laughs) you'll have been there. You'll have been very, um, particular about like, 
What's up? Why haven't we seen no podcast? Honey, I did not keep it from you like on purpose. No, I didn't. I just got swamped with work and um, I told myself today is the day, you know. It's the day or uh-uh. no other day. It has to be today. So until we see again next week, um, I hope to bring something, you know, very interesting. And I know you all would love, love it. So, at this point, I'm going to say bye-bye and enjoy the rest of your weekend. I am Lady Vava, and from me to you is ciao-ciao. Lifestyle with Lady Vava. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Vivalicious Kitchen, food for your soul.